everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of the Bavarian Podcast Works Post Game Show. This is a very special edition post game with me, I Need No Name, and Fergus reviewing Bayern Munich's two all draw with Borussia Dortmund. First, I'll ask Fergus, how are you doing today, Fergus? I'm doing well, thank you. Okay, that's a bit better than I am because I had to just watch this 90 minutes of, I don't know what to call it. It was football, I suppose, and I, I don't know what to say really, Bayern. We we should have won this, honestly. We went 1-0 up, I would say, about 30 or so minutes into the first half, 32, 33 minutes from Leon Goretzka. Then in the second half, it was Leroy Sané who made it 2-0. After that, I honestly thought we were going to be sailing high and dry. We were just fine. But then, oh my God, what a collapse. First, Yuan Mokoko, he slotted it past Neuer. I think the assist was my modest, but the real star of that was I, whoever made the forward pass to Modest. I'm not sure who exactly it was. I'll have to watch the replay. Um, When that 2-1 happened, we just lost complete control and the next 20 minutes were abject. About what? On the stroke of 90 minutes, you had Kingsley Coman. He made a tactical foul and got a second yellow card. And that was it. We were down to 10 men. Absolutely no more possession after that. Then you had, well, um, it was literally the last minute of added time. Dortmund sends corner after corner, cross after cross in. And finally, Anthony Modest gets the end of one. And it's 2-all. And the referee blows the whistle. And it's over. It's 2-all. Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund share points. Normally, to all at the signal you do in the park would be a decent scoreline, but today it honestly felt like we have lost this game because I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm being too negative, but like you tell me, Fergus, how do you feel after watching a game like that and watching Bayern collapse the way we saw? Well, I thought that Dortmund did dominate the game, but I've watched a lot of Dortmund in recent weeks and they are very strong against uh, when they're on the counter-attack against strong teams like Bayern. So I'm actually pleasantly surprised and happy with the with the draw today. I think that we will make up ground as Dortmund will give up points against um, those low blocks like they did against Cologne last week. So I'm actually not too fussed about the result today. Okay, but like I guess that's one way to look at it. But for me, I'm just disappointed that Dortmund for most of the first half, they did not seem to be creating any clear-cut chances, in my opinion. Yes, I think Neuer had one save to make, but once we went 2-0 up, they should not have been allowed to get back into the game. That was, for me, that was unforgivable. We had the right idea, I think, around the 80th minute. We were passing it around the box, around our own penalty area, just keeping the ball, keeping possession. But whenever we tried to get forward, you would lose the ball Um literally immediately and i don't know it's just it's one of those things that i've been complaining about all season long about Bayern munich is that we lack the ability to control our games and it's come back to bite us today and another thing i just should mention like you say that it's fine because we'll make up ground on other on dortmund by beating other teams and okay fair enough you will do that probably but it's just showing that we have way more weaknesses on this side in my opinion than ever thought before because we've shown weaknesses against park buses we've shown weaknesses against teams that play on the front foot like barcelona and now we're showing weaknesses against a counter-attacking team like dortmund you tell me now what is it that this team can really do well we can stamp our 
gameplay style on a extremely inferior opponent like Victoria Pilsen, but when we seem to face quality opposition, Nagelsmann's mind, very mediocre. Well, I think that when Bayern's best relative performances come against the best teams, because those are the teams that are most open at the back, those are the teams which have to attack forward, they can't really sit back. And that's why I think that Nagelsmann, well, we did get those results against Barcelona. I know it wasn't a great performance, but we still got the result. And we seem to always get these results against the Dortmunds, against the Leverkusens, against the open teams, against the Leipzigs. But you are right, it is a big concern for us that um, that Nagelsmann does seem a bit clueless when we are playing um, with the playing against low blocks and playing against counter-attacking teams. So I think Nagelsmann really has to look at this in the future. And I would also like to mention that um, one of my biggest question marks about Nagelsmann, which is why we haven't gone back to a 4-2-2-2 formation, which was so good versus Eintracht Frankfurt and Leipzig at the start of the season. And then we haven't seen that Mane and Gnabry striker partnership since then. Yeah, it's confusing why we've gone back to the 4 2 one especially when you remember last season, Nagelsmann seemed to want to use anything but the 4 2 one And that was when we still had Robert Lewandowski here. Now that we don't have Lewandowski, but we saw success with the 4 2 It's now been binned and I have not seen it since. Then again, you might ask Nagelsmann and you might say that we have not really changed our shape all that much. And the only real change that's happened is that Sadio Mane is sticking to the left-hand side much more than usual. Speaking of which, some individual performances. First of all, Sadio Mane. Do we start like really criticizing him now? Because this is another game, another big game where he has failed to score or assist Um what do we say about this? I mean, he had another offside today as well. What is going on with him? I think it's very clear that he has lost that explosiveness multiple times during the game today. We saw him try to take on his man on the left-hand side and fail miserably, to be quite honest. Yes, he had that one good moment with the back heel like pass to Musiala for the first goal. But apart from that, it was a real stinker of a performance, quite frankly. And... I would even say that if Coman hadn't got his um, his red card, then that it should be Coman starting on that left-hand side in the next game and not Mane. And, um, and that's my opinion. I think Mane has played poorly for so many games in a row, even in the past few games where he's chalked up a goal, he's chalked up a goal and the assist. I don't think he's been playing well. So I really think question marks need to be asked of the signing now, I think that Mane deserves a run um, on the bench, really, in the long term or in the in the short term. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I, like today, I don't think we really had much of a choice but fielding Sadio Mane because, as you know, Thomas Muller out with flu-like symptoms, not COVID, but you, you know how it is. And Yozua Kimmich did not start. I want to ask, like, how much do you think those absences especially Muller's absence, affected us today because, in my view, those last 20 minutes, we really missed his leadership and his ability to organize us and make sure that we stay, you know, focused on the game because I have a sneaking suspicion that when that 2-0 happened, our players decided, and even Nagelsmann, based on how he subbed off some of our players, including Delict, I had the feeling that Nagelsmann and the players decided, okay, this job is done. We have our 2-0, now let's just close it out. And 
that's the most dangerous kind of thinking. And I don't think that could have happened if Thomas Muller was on the pitch. And on top of that, if Thomas Muller were on, I think we would have scored at least one more goal. You you tell me, what, what do you think? Because again, this is the point of the post game with two people. I want to see what you also think. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think Thomas Muller, he has 12 years experience playing top level football virtually week in week out he's had experiences in matches like this and he he would have known to not let off the gas he would have continued pressing he would have continued creating chances and i think that Bayern would have um definitely got a better result if he was on the pitch but i also want to talk about that joshua kimmich substitution so on on the surface level kimmich seemed to have a good performance in this game he seemed to be making good passes he had that great pass to goretzka of course which Mane really should have uh, finished yeah, at the end. another one of those Mane blunders, yeah. But the thing about this Kimmich performance is on the surface level, it seems really good. But once he's come on, we've conceded two goals. And we've all been talking about the balance between Sibitzer um, and Kimmich this season in that Sibitzer allows Kimmich to drop further back. But the balance that Sibitzer also provided Gretzka, Gretzka who was pushing really far up making those late runs into the box. I don't think, I think we lost some of that balance when Kimmich was on the field, which is why maybe it contributed to our midfield being overrun a little, to Dortmund gaining more control once Kimmich was on that field, because we have that, we have less of the defensive stability that Sabitzer provides, in my opinion. So even though Kimmich seemed like he played well, maybe um, it's possible that it impacted the team negatively and uh, this is a big issue that Nagelsmann needs to consider I think in the next few weeks. Well that's funny because in my opinion what affected us more negatively than the Kimmich sub was the fact that Alfonso Davies is untimely substitution because Jude Bellingham happened to kick him in the head which should have been red card in my opinion but I guess honestly we can debate refereeing decisions under the Kavska mom that's not really a productive avenue of discussion in my opinion but if if Alfonso Davies had been on the pitch we would have been able to see things out a lot better Joseph Stanisic I like the guy but he's not a left back and in the end Adiemi he he managed to get the better of Adiemi one or two times but later in the half Adiemi was finally getting past Stanisic quite easily and they were attacking relentlessly down that left hand side of Bayern's which eventually led to their final equalizer. So I think we got unlucky in that sense. But in terms of Kimmich himself, I wouldn't blame him for this one because Sabitzer, Sabitzer in the first half, I disagree that he was providing stability. In fact, his early yellow card was in fact a huge destabilizing factor for us. And one of the reasons that, in my opinion, we didn't even stamp any kind of authority on the midfield in the first half, Goretzka was going forward and Sabitzer was playing almost like a single pivot, but he doesn't really have that kind of ability to just grab the ball and then send, immediately send it forward. And we didn't really have the setup either to make that happen. So because of that, I understand why Nagelsmann subbed Sabitzer for Kimmich in the second half. And for the first, what, 10, 15, 20 minutes of the second half, I think the substitution was working out. I think Kimmich added a lot to our game. He added in terms of set pieces, in terms of his passing and his defending. And I, I can't really blame him for what happened today because it feels like a whole like a whole collapse from the team mentally, 
tactically, you tell me. I, I, I don't want, I don't, I can't even pinpoint any specific thing that went wrong because it feels like so many things, so many factors went wrong in this one game. And it's worrying to me because we have been seeing so many mediocre, so many lackluster performances, not just this season under Nagelsmann, one, but last season too. And I'm starting to run out of patience with the guy. Yes, we beat Leverkusen 4 0, we beat Pilsen 5 0, but. What about the performances against Dortmund? What about the performances against Villarreal? The performance against Barcelona? We, we didn't play well, but we managed to win. It's not just about wins, right? It's about the performances. And if the performances like are like this, how can we expect to go deep into the Champions League, keep winning the league for the 11th time in a row in the DFB Pokal? What, what can we expect if this is what we get? Yeah, so I think what we can expect is probably not a deep run into the Champions League if we're looking at our current form, our current performances across the whole season, apart from those initial few matches, as we talked about with the 4-2-2-2 formation. Since then, we've, well, let's look at our last five Bundesliga games. We've had, um, or our last six Bundesliga games, we've only yeah. had one, one win. win in those, and that was yeah. against the 17th or 18th place Leverkusen, who just sacked their manager. Their manager yeah. In the Champions League, we also had that bad performance versus Barcelona. So I think across the last eight, nine games, we've had maybe one, two, three good performances, which shows that there is a real problem at Bayern Munich. The wins over Pilsen and Leverkusen shouldn't uh, justify Nagelsmann and shouldn't um, take Nagelsmann out of the hot seat because these teams, with all due respect to them, are not of the quality that we need to... They were not at a high quality at the times that we played them. So... I really think that it seemed as though Nagelsmann's pressure was relieving after these two wins, but after this game against Dortmund, it's back on and we'll see how we do in our next Bundesliga and Champions League games. But honestly, I'm expecting more rough results in the next few weeks due to the lack of stability that we seem to have, due to the lack of ability to hold down games, due to some of the tactical decisions that Nagelsmann's been displaying this season, which is an extension on some of the tactical decisions we saw last season. Yeah, that's interesting because, like, if you look at the results recently, I would think that if Ancelotti or Kovac were in charge of this team instead of Nagelsmann, they would have been sacked by now if they were getting such a horrible run of results. Like, this is not acceptable. Normally, this is absolute crisis material for Bayern. And Nagelsmann, in comparison, he has been backed in the transfer market and now he is being backed by the bosses and i'm just trying to figure out what what is different here i know a lot of people don't blame him specifically for these performances but i can't help but notice the patterns that keep popping up in our play the lack of control the lack of ability to really create chances against competent teams today our xg was very low i'm looking at like something like 0.5 XG, that's abysmal. And how many real clear-cut chances did we have? Sane's goal and um, who was it? Goretzka's goal. They had goals and maybe there was one more chance by Muziala. That is not a large number of chances by any means. Dortmund had more chances than us. That Modest goal that should have gone in and then there were two chances that I think Neuer saved. Those those kinds of goals go in against us in the latter, latter stages of the Champions League. So based on this, my faith in Nagelsmann is absolutely at the lowest point it could be. I get it. He's unlucky today that 
Kimmich wasn't fit to start and Coman wasn't fit to start and no Thomas Muller. All of these are factors that you need to take into account. But even with that, it's Borussia Dortmund we're talking about and not even a fully fit Borussia Dortmund. They didn't have Marco Royce playing, for example. And because of that, I would say that like at this point, Nagelsmann's job should be in danger based on these performances. Yeah, so you talked about how Bayern were perhaps unlucky today, but we could say that for these past eight or nine matches that we've been talking about. And I think that at some points, there is a reason for this lack of luck at Bayern. And I think that this does come down to Nagelsmann. We really aren't controlling our games anymore. Uh, there, There is something seriously wrong happening at the club. We've had no midfield stability even uh, since the start of Nagelsmann's last season. We had some of it at the start of this season with Sabitzer and Kimmich, but this seems to have withered away in the past few weeks. So I am really concerned. And I think that I was actually thinking that uh, before the games versus Leverkusen and Pielsen, I thought that if he loses these three games, Leverkusen, Pielsen or Dortmund, or even if he loses both of Leverkusen and Dortmund, I thought that he would be sacked. And uh, we got the win against Leverkusen and Pielsen. But if we get maybe two two more draws in the next two games, two losses, I think it is, it is a real possibility for Nagelsmann to be sacked now. So the big question is, will Salah Hamidzic really pull the trigger on the the man he spent 25 million for the man he courted the man that he wanted over Hansi Flick well like based on the fact that Tuchel is available maybe but look because they haven't sacked him yet whereas other Bayern coaches would have been sacked by now for these same performances I think Nagelsmann is going to get the longest rope I've ever seen of any Bayern coach and it seems like just based on the media leaks the board blames the players for these performances and i can see the point like maybe we should be scoring more and maybe the players should be doing more but i i i just have to question like how much more can they do today sane who has been the subject of a lot of criticism throughout Nagelsmann's team he did really well in my opinion muziala he has been on fire almost carrying us through games ganabri wasn't good but then ganabri got topped off for Goman in the second half and Mane, Mane was not good either, but like, like it's it's complicated. Like, I I don't want to just blame Nagelsmann because I think the answer to Bayern's woes is more complicated than it seems on the surface. But I would also say that after so many games and so many mediocre to poor performances, we can't ignore what's in front of us and the fact that there is something subpar like the performances happened subpar at Bayern Munich and because of that we the coach's position has to be under scrutiny yes I I completely agree and at a certain point continued subpar performances um become untenable for a Bayern manager okay so that's I guess our takeaway from this Bayern Munich 2 all draw with Borussia Dortmund. Some serious questions for Julian Nagelsmann to think about and some serious questions for the board in terms of how much faith they have in Nagelsmann himself. So this was Fergus and I Need No Name doing a special edition two-person post-game podcast. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for our flagship, which will be published on Sunday night, Eastern Time. And you can find us on pretty much any podcasting platform apple podcast google podcast spotify whatever follow us on bavarian fb works at twitter 
and we will see you next time. Good night.